The impact of COVID-19 across the world has been devastating and felt by everyone. All over the world, there's fear and uncertainty as lives are lost, economies are being shattered, and what we know as normal life has been uprooted from us. We now find ourselves distanced from each other and left to navigate an unpredictable reality. I'm Justin Keller, your host. I'm certainly no expert on COVID-19, and I'm definitely not an expert on being human. But what I do know is that we must combat the fear and uncertainty that we face by fighting for optimism, and we must do this together. The Bright Side Chats is a series here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast to help share how people like you are navigating this trying season and what they're doing to fight for optimism despite the unknown, the struggles, and the concerns that they have. You'll hear from business owners, parents, fitness experts, mental health professionals, and more. The goal is not to give you an answer. I don't think there is one answer for us to navigate this. The goal is to bring us together at a time when we need each other the most so we can rise above this together. Be sure to subscribe and tune in daily for short interviews to encourage you to fight for optimism and find the bright side together. Welcome to the Fight for Brilliance podcast. I'm Justin Keller, your host, and this is another episode inside of this special series called Bright Side Chats, and I'm so grateful for everybody who's been joining me on this journey. We are in the 27th interview. The goal was to do 30 interviews in 30 days, and number 27 is a big one, as I had the chance to sit down with Christina Carrillo Bukram, who millions would know her by Foley Raw Christina, who is a writer, speaker, uh, raw vegan activist. Uh, her YouTube channel has more than 100 million views. Her social media channels have more than 3 million viewers. And she has been on the greatest.com list of 100 most influential people in health and fitness every year since 2015. But bigger than all of those numbers is what you're about to find out. It's just how beautiful of a human uh, Christina is. And you're also going to learn just how greatly she's been impacted through COVID-19 as she's had four family members who have been infected by the virus and in the middle of trying to take care of family and navigate that, she's also decided to try to do her part and she reopened her co-op, which was a response to serve local farmers and also provide Houstonians with access to raw organic vegetables and also provide those in need of meals with access to good nutritional food during this time where health is so important. And this is part one of a two-part interview. And so part one, think of this as just a chance to kind of get to know her. And in part two, we go beyond what's going on with COVID-19 and we get into her personal journey and her personal story. And that episode is going to go live on Wednesday, April 29th. And that will be the first week where we are back to the weekly episodes for the Fight for Brilliance podcast. We'll be out of this series here called Bright Side Chats and just into once a week episodes. And so I'm excited to uh, introduce you to her if you don't know her and just let you get even closer to her personally here if you already know her and as you hear what she's been experiencing through all of this. And then next week, I'm really excited for you to hear the other side of the conversation here as we dive into just the evolution of her as a human and her life and what that's been like and get to know her and her story. And so 
tune in for that one on Wednesday, April 29th, as we're back to the regular programming for the Fight for Brilliance podcast. And I just want to suggest hit subscribe so you don't miss it. It'll show up right there on your phone. So wherever you're listening, look for that subscribe button and be a part of not just this episode, but also hers next week and all the conversations that are happening here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast, where the goal is to challenge you to rebel against complacency and conformity and to fight for brilliance in every area of our lives. And we're doing that right now by choosing to fight for optimism and find the bright side through all that's going on. And now let's hear how Christina is doing that in her life. Hey, Christina, thanks so much for joining me here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super honored. <laughs> All right. So things are crazy right now <laughs> everywhere <laughs> in the world. And so making time for these conversations hopefully can be a good break away from all of it. But I also do want to reflect kind of on what's going on. And for you, this has been fairly scary. You've, you've had, I guess you even told me, four different family members that have been impacted this. And so would you just start up by kind of sharing with me what this has been like for you, just kind of the different emotions, dealing with family members, all the different things kind of coming together for you right now? Well, thank you for asking and thank you for having me. You're such a sweetheart. I really appreciate your kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to say that this month has been intense is an understatement. <laughs> intense, yeah. emotional. I mean, as if everybody weren't already traumatized by the global state of what's happening, right? There's already just enough fear. Uh, imagining having one family member affected by this is a lot, right? Um, but then having four affected by it is overwhelming, right? Especially when two of the members are your elderly grandparents who are 89 and 97. And my grandfather is like my my life hero. He's like the most important person in, in my world to me, or at least one of them. And mm-hmm. so it not only was it shocking when we first found out, but it was it was very scary because as we started to like watch people get sick and see what these symptoms were, it's like you realize this is not a normal sickness that you're dealing with. Um, from the time that it was contracted on around March 13th, it's now April 20th and they're still getting better. Like it's taken my grandparents and my whole entire family, my aunt, my uncle, all this time to feel better. So even though they're free of COVID now, they're all so weak from it. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we feel really blessed though. Like most most families don't have a grandparent that were able to pull through something like this at the age of 97 and right. 89, and both my grandparents did. Like We feel very blessed and our hearts are with those who have lost a family member during this time because, I mean, it's it's traumatizing. And I just know that when the first couple of weeks that I was dealing with this, I didn't share on social media because obviously there's a lot of controversy around COVID-19 right now, as I'm sure you've seen on the internet, right? A lot of people thinking it's not real or that it's this or that. And a lot of people just want to figure it out. But and I, and I also didn't know anybody else who had it, right? So it's like once you have a firsthand experience with it, it's just different. And mm. um I I felt like I didn't have anybody to relate to, number one. And number two, it's kind of like once it enters your your home or your family, you don't really have energy to think about anything else. The only thing that really matters is the health and recovery of your family at that point, right? So making sure everybody is getting in proper nutrition or supplementing or just taking care of themselves and like, how can you be there? How can you support? And um I noticed that fear entered our house pretty quickly. So I, I, I made like a, a rule for our home. 
that in any given situation, when anyone started to panic, we, we took a minute to breathe and we brought love to the table, right? Mm. So if someone started to panic or if someone started to like freak out and get anxious or yell or, <laughs> you know, it's, we, we calmed it down for a minute. We're just like, okay, how can we bring love to this? Right. And, and that's honestly what got us through this as sane human beings. Um, and we're still moving through it. I mean, granted, we're, we're very, very happy that everybody is on the other end of this and that everybody's feeling better. But has it been an intense month? Yes, <laughs> for yeah. sure. No, and so many, you're right, so many people that have elderly you know, parents, grandparents, they're not seeing what you're getting to see, which is the other side of this and them come through it. So, so I just can't imagine the emotions, just how scary that was. I'm just so glad and grateful that um, for your family's sake that Thank they you. are coming through this. What does it mean when you said bring love to the table? I mean, I can come up with my own definition of that or whatever, but what does that mean for you when you, when you say that? For me, I believe that love heals right? Like at the end of the day, when you don't have any other solutions that you could possibly do, I believe in love. Now that might sound really cheesy and corny, but when, I mean, for instance, uh, obviously they don't have a cure for this, right? They don't have a, a specific way of treating it and they, they're doing the best they can to help people move through it other than putting people on ventilators or oxygen. Um, I mean, no stone was left unturned for my grandparents, right? <laughs> Got them every supplement on the face of the planet. Uh, you know, everybody was doing something to help them heal. Like I was making juice for them and sending it to their home, even though I wasn't able to see them, making sure they got the supplements in the hospital, like mm. sending stuff to them and everybody just being super vigilant about making sure that they were getting everything they needed. Um, because I also do believe in, believe in many holistic practices as well. Right. So, um, yeah, I, and at some point you have to recognize that like, there's only a certain amount of control that you have over situations like this. Right. So you pray and you send love and you let people know how much you love them and care about them. And you call them a million times a day. And I just Mm -hmm. believe that love is a really powerful energy. Right. So love heals. (laughs) No, that's beautiful. And the things that we say sometimes sound cheesy is only be it's only cheesy to someone who hasn't experienced the power of that thing. I mean, people call me cheesy, fake, overly nice, like, oh, there's no way somebody could be that. Like, I don't know. I've been called so many of the opposite things. I am just (laughs) a very sensitive person. I love rainbows and sunshine. I eat fruits and vegetables for a living. (laughs) I I believe in love. Like what else is there to say about that? But I mean, in a way, my heart is I have compassion for those who um, who who live in darkness because it's not a way to live like it's it's actually quite miserable. Right. And and we all have darkness to us. Right. But it's learning how to to be in the light as much as possible. And even if you struggle with mental health issues, like taking steps to bring yourself to a place of peace is a part of that process as well. Mm, absolutely so it has been tough because you had family going through things and i you could be just absorbed and and consumed by that but you in the meantime also relaunched and reopened up (laughs) the roughly organic uh co-op here in houston which just seems like why now you've got enough going on so talk to me about that and what you've been able to do through that 
Thank you. I know, right? Talk about a, a month. Um, <laughs> as soon as they started announcing the the close down, like the national close down, like Roughly Organic is my organic fruit and vegetable co-op that I had run for 11 years in Houston. And it was very well known here in, in the city. We served 52,000 members uh, within the Houston community for 11 years. Like that was, so it was a very, very popular, I mean, if you want to call it a farmer's market, you can, but essentially it was a co-op. Um, so we closed down four years ago uh, when Amazon bought out Whole Foods, we were affected by that. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, it's a testament to show how strong that community was. Like I never had, I never got to have like a goodbye party. And like, it was just a very close community of people. So as soon as this close down started happening nationwide and in the city, my email started blowing up my phone. Like I was getting phone calls from people that I hadn't heard from in years saying, oh my God, are you going to open up your co-op? And I'm like, what? We, we closed down. <laughs> like, um, but then I started like really listening and hearing people like in Texas, at least they were recommending for people not to go into the grocery stores as much and to be cautious of where you go. And uh, I know a lot of people who are immunosensitive and who want organic produce that couldn't find certain things. And um, me having been in the produce distribution business for 11 years, I know how to source organic produce and I know how to get a large abundance of it. And uh, because times are unprecedented, I decided to reopen us to help feed the community and get more people organic produce. Um, I was definitely not expecting the turnout that we did. This past week, we had 715 families pick up, and that was with me capping it. So I, I actually had to turn away 14 people at the last opening because mm. I just didn't have enough food. We ran out of food. So I'm preparing for this next week with as much diligence as I possibly can. Um, it's a temporary thing right now just to be able to help feed the Houston community. But I've I've been overwhelmed with the amount of love and support from the community. I mean, just we have lines of cars, people waiting just to pick up a box of produce. And we've made it accessible for them just to do a drive through option. They pay online. They don't even need to get out of their cars. They hold up a little sign with their name on it on the window. Nobody's touching anybody. Uh, the box is loaded into their trunk and they drive off. And so it's a super efficient way to yeah. get organic produce into people's homes. And I know I keep saying this, but I'll say it again. Now is not the time for people to avoid eating produce. It is the time for people to start eating produce. Health is our wealth right now. And if people can't see that, mm -hmm. I, we need to wake them up because health right now is like the one thing that actually matters. And especially when you're going through something like this, or if you have family members who are suffering, getting in the proper amount of nutrition for them, building up immunity is is what we need. And at the same time, uh, it's it's been all around good. Our local farmers have gotten some well-needed support from this. A bunch of the community members have gotten well-needed support. And you wouldn't believe how many people reached out to me just from across the United States asking if they could donate a box to a family in need. And so we had tons of donated food drive by this week. Um, I've only cried and had like 6 million breakdowns this whole week. It's been so emotional, like dealing with like feeding. I mean, and, and, you know, I, we, I was putting boxes in those cars, like seeing 700 yeah. people, like that's a lot of energy to, to be around. Right. So it's just been like dealing with family, dealing with this. It's been a lot of extreme good. And also at the same time, knowing how much suffering that there's happening, that weighs on me too. 
right? Yeah. So it's it's just been a really intense month. <laughs> I feel that we're all trying to do our part. And this is me trying to do my part because this is what I know how to do well. And this is the resource that I have to share with people. So yeah. I hope that makes sense. Well, I just, I, you know, I want to commend you because I know for me and every other human being, when you're struggling and you're in, going through your own pains and concerns and fears, the hardest thing to do is take your eyes off of, of yourself and, and put it on others like you're doing through that. So I just want to commend you for responding in that way and doing what's needed because farmers, people like the, it's, there's so many different parts to this and moving parts to this. And so you doing your part is huge. So I just want to commend you for that. Thank you. I, in a way I feel like I need it. Cause if I like, if I were to sit here and think about all the stuff that like I can't control, I think I would go even more mad crazy to be honest. For sure. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, but, but I, I think the point is it's like more than anything, I think, on my social media this past week, this past month, even though my family has been going through some like traumatizing experiences, I've only shared the good, right? Like my intention right now is to only share positive, to only share things that will give people hope because that's really what we need right now. And um, I feel really blessed. Like the news came out on our opening day in ABC 13, Houston Business Journal, uh, a few other news stations came out. All of them wrote nothing but positive press on us and it gave the city hope and i think that's what we need now we need positive news you know because right now every time people turn on the news it's something more devastating and people just like go crawl back into their hole and they're like we're never gonna come out of this alive (laughs) i know but i appreciate you sharing both sides because the point of even these conversations and any conversations i have is i do like to leave things on you know, a more upbeat note and just a positive note, but it doesn't dismiss the struggle that it takes to, to get there. And that's why I think it's a fight to find optimism in our lives. It's a fight to find brilliance in our lives because there's mess, there's pain. And so I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. I mean, well, at, at the end of the day, I have to say like everybody has good and bad in their life. Anytime anybody's come up to me and said, oh, you just must have it so easy. You're spoiled. You're this, you're that. I'm like, I have just as many struggles Mm -hmm. as you, maybe even if not more, because I'm in the public all the time, but I choose to show the positive. And like, I believe we can all do that. And what you focus on is actually what manifests more. I believe that, right? So if you focus on the positive, more positive will start popping up. If you focus on the negative, you're going to drown in it. So I know it's hard to shift your mindset at times, but I mean, maybe with a little practice, um, it's possible. That's perfectly said. All right. I hope you enjoyed part one of this two-part interview with Christina. And in part two, we're going to start off finishing up some of this conversation about this season that she's been in right now and talk about some of the ways that she's reflected on what the season means to her. And then we're going to get right into her story, which, you know, if you know me at all, I absolutely love diving into people's stories and even finding the story within the story. And so I feel like even for people who already are familiar with her story, you're going to learn her and get to know her in a new way next week. And so make sure you hit subscribe where you're listening to this. 
so that you don't miss that conversation. And then I want to encourage you to go to foleyraw.com and check out every way that you can connect with her from resources nutritionally to just the content that she puts out, the book that she has, and so many more things right there at foleyraw.com. All the links for her social media, her website are right there in the episode uh, notes or on the show page at brightsidechats.com. I'll look forward to seeing you next week. As always, stay connected to me on social media. My handle is at Keller Thinks across all different platforms. I want to encourage you to share this with two or three people and then invite somebody to check out next week's episode as I finish up this interview here with Christina. And so thanks for being part of these conversations here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. I'll see you for another Bright Side Chat tomorrow. Mm-hmm.